So uh, welcome to North Youth Media. What's going on? Yeah, welcome back. And uh, this is a place where whether you're a student, pastor, or youth, made a youth motivator, our hope is to reach students where they are to meet, uh, to give families an inside look into the series and to help open dialogue with their student. My name is Alex Perez, and I have here the infamous Adam Myers. Uh, he is father, uh, youth pastor, and student motivator. Yes. Good, good titles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll, do, we'll we'll see if we can get you one. Uh, like, comment, subscribe, so we can get more subscribers and sponsorships. Yes. Maybe that'll help us get a new. I can buy a, buy a thing from <laughs> So this week, or yeah, this week we're in the third week of our series called Jesus's Parable, the Storyteller. Uh, this week we're trying to help students see that choosing to pray consistently can grow their faith regardless of the outcome, because when it comes to prayer, don't quit because it's quiet. Mm -hmm. So before we actually jump all the way into it, like any anything we're we're excited you're excited about for this week? Well, uh, tonight is the Valentine's Day game night. Yep, it's always a big deal around here. Yeah, so we're post Valentine's and mm -hmm. uh, we're doing a game night where what they can bring in, they can come in single and walk out a walk champion. Out champion, that's the that's the idea. That's the idea. So you know, or if you're a couple, you can also walk in. As a couple, a walk couple out champion and but, walk out, uh, yeah, uh, divorced. Yeah, yeah, that's what we're trying to do. Really. We're just trying to split people up. This is dating this, in high school is the worst. This is youth group. You don't need to be dating in oh, here. Come it's on, it's gross. It's so gross. So no, it's a good time. So yeah, it's kind of our attack on Valentine's Day because Valentine's Day is tough if you don't have a significant other. So yeah. we try to do something fun, and tonight we're giving away some cash, and then you cash can take money. that cash and you can take your mom out on a date. That's what you should do. Yeah. Don't, take, don't take anybody out. Your mom, she raised you. She yeah. deserves a see, nice night out. See, students don't, don't see that or don't think about that. But And they hear date and they hear their mom and then it just gets weird. Yeah. But here's the thing. Your mom loves you enough that if you were to go and eat dinner with her and hang out with her, she would love you even more than what she already loves you. Yeah. Think about it. When you get in trouble and you get punished and you say, hey, mom, I would like to go to this party. And she says, no. But then you get punished and you get in trouble and then you take her on a date and then you ask that question, yeah. watch how the tables will turn. Yeah, it's true. It's a good tool. If you've got siblings, you become the favorite. Oh, yeah. You know, it's just a really good way to get what you want. Come Christmas time, birthday time, make a little extra. Oh, yeah. Because you took your mom out on a date. Exactly. Besides, you know, she, uh, she wiped your butt and changed your dirty diapers when you were a baby and that... That, and that's she putting it simply. For that. <laughs> that's putting it simply too, because sometimes your butt explodes. Oh. And and she's got to clean it up. That's gross. Super gross. That's an image not leaving. <laughs> All right, so let's let's jump into it. Um, so uh, we're in the series storyteller, and uh, in this in this instance, you kind of hit the the talk that you guys will see in the video, or you guys will um, were here listening to was mostly hitting about prayer. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, but before we, we jump into prayer, because we're, we're, I think we're jumping the gun a little bit, because prayer, you know, we ask, we talk to God, we communicate with God in prayer, and sometimes we ask for things, and then those things don't happen, and then what do we do after that? Yeah. So, to kind of put it into context, maybe get you guys, maybe you don't know about Jesus as much, or maybe you do, uh, I'm going to ask this question, and we'll slowly kind of jump into that. So, um, what's the longest you've waited in a line 
that ultimately wasn't was not worth it. Okay, so last summer we went to Cedar Point with the seniors, and we really only had enough time for one ride, one last ride. <laughs> and so the new ride at Cedar Point, I can't remember what it's called now, but it's the hybrid. It was it was a wood roller coaster and a steel coaster. It was called Steel Vengeance. There it is. So Steel Vengeance was the new ride, and it was it's actually two years old at this point, but it was still the newest ride. So the waits were three hours long. We had right. three hours left, so we said let's just do it. So we stood in line and waited for three hours, and we're probably maybe ten minutes from the front of the line, and my daughter's with me. Mm -hmm. She's thirteen at the time, and about a half hour before this moment, she told me that she had to pee, and then. I was hoping that that sensation would just go away, but it didn't. And so 10 minutes away from the front, I mean, I could see the front of the line. She right says, there. Dad, if I get on this ride, it's not gonna be good for anybody. So we got out of line to go to the bathroom. We stood in line for two and a half hours wow. for nothing, nothing. Yeah. yeah, the funny thing is I have a similar story. Um, a lot of you guys know my son. Um, if you don't, right now at the moment, he's 18 in college, freshman. And uh, back when he was uh, a young buck, maybe we'll say early teens, maybe in the 10s area. And uh, yeah, we went to, what's the other one? Cedar Point and then... Kings Island? Kings Island. I think we went to Kings Island. And there was, uh, it was called the Vector or something. It was a blue and yellow roller coaster. New at the time, a couple years back. But yeah, it was an hour and a, and 45 minute wait. Um, and it actually ended up being a little bit longer because they shut it down for, for light rain or something like that. So we went ahead and waited. We were underneath a covered porch area, so it was perfect. And then we moved along, got up there, bathroom. Gotta use the bathroom. And come to find out years later, it wasn't because he wanted to use the bathroom. He was actually scared to go on a roller coaster. Oh, no. And the anticipation of waiting for that long. Oh, and he was like, no. Dang. And I, I, if I would have known, I would have never waited in the line. Yeah. If I would have known, I would have. it would have been fine. No big deal. You're, you're scared? I, okay, I'm not going to make you go on something you're scared of. If you're excited to go, then yeah, let's go. Let's, we're waiting for it. Let's go. Two hours long. And then we'll get on it. Enjoy the, what, what, what's a roller coaster? 25 seconds? Yeah. It's not, yeah. It's, <laughs> Enjoy the 25 seconds. You weigh, you weigh out how much time you spend. Let's just get the fast pass. Yeah. People, get the fast pass. Pay the extra money. It's worth whatever they're going to charge you to pay. Yeah, I highly agree. I, I did the, the Disneyland thing. There's was a card, or but it, yeah, it's a fast pass setup, and that was amazing to just run through all of the, yeah. the coasters in time. Yeah. yeah, that saves you from that little uh, bathroom problem. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't, that wasn't worth the wait. Of course, I didn't actually ride the ride, so I don't know. It, it could have been worth the wait if I'd have got there, but yeah. I'll never know. All right, well, what about the opposite? What, have you ever been in, in a line or waited for something that was worth it? Wow, that's a great question. I, I can't think of anything off the top of my head as far as waiting in line, but I can think of waiting for something when Endgame came out. I mean, we waited a year for that. That's right. And... That was, I was in line, but that was one year of my life waiting. It was definitely worth the wait. Yeah, I'd have waited. I'd have waited five years for that. Uh, people were were gaining so many sponsorships on that because they were writing websites 
And I don't, I don't go around looking for websites to read on th on stuff. But uh, that movie, yeah, I was reading theories and storylines that they could have gone with, and different outcomes and all this stuff. And and yeah, because I, I, you know, I couldn't wait for it. But when I did end up, you know, watching the movie, I enjoyed it. It was great. Yeah, it was really good. So worth the wait. Great job, Marvel. Yeah. Now, now I'm waiting. Yeah. For whatever's next. So if you want to sponsor us, that'd be great. Oh, wow. um, we would. Uh, we are uh, Iron Man fans. Uh, Adam is definitely 100%. <laughs> Even though you have a Captain America shirt. Uh, yes, that's true. <laughs> Team Iron Man, may you rest in peace. Yes. All right, so um, uh, in general, why can't the concept of prayer be uh, so difficult to understand? Like, did I say that right? Yeah, why, why is the concept of prayer so difficult? Um, I, I think it's because prayer involves waiting. You know, it, anybody who's listening, um, chances are, regardless of where you are in your faith right now, you've probably thrown up a prayer too, and then you waited. And so I think that waiting is tough because nobody likes to wait. Yeah. And if you're going to ask God something, it's probably something pretty big. Yeah. So your urgency is, is pretty quick. And so I think that's where prayer becomes a struggle because people don't want to wait and so instead of waiting they try to take the situation in their own hands and try to figure it out themselves yeah the 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 you know the general consensus of prayer i think um with everybody in the world um together because we know what the answer is but uh generally speaking on prayer you know the general consensus of that is to pray and ask for something and then you receive it mm -hmm. and then you pray and you don't receive it and at the same time you do your prayer you someone else next to you has prayed and they have received theirs mm -hmm. now essentially we we never know we don't know what their wait time was but we see their prayer being answered mm -hmm. yeah yep and then you're right and you just you just wonder yeah, and when you don't hear anything back, that's where the questions come in. And you start saying, is this something I should be praying about? Um, is God mad at me? Is that why he's not answering? Right. You know, does this no response from God? Is that a yes? Is that a no? There's all these gaps that we try to fill in because we don't know what to do. And, yeah. and, and really, the, the bigger issue really is the heart behind our prayers. And that's really what we talked about in the talk today was that somewhere along the line, we started believing that what we need is another what. So that's what we're praying for a what, for God to, to give us something, to um, open a door to something, anything. We're just, we need, there's this, whatever this thing is, we think if I can just get that, then it'll be okay. So God, please give me that. But um, what we don't need is another what. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but putting myself out there a little bit when I was a kid, you know, and I did prayers or ask God for, for things or uh, try to communicate with the things I wanted at the time. And they were all what? And sometimes they were um, a person. <laughs> so, you know, I would, I would want a girlfriend at the time. Um, but now looking back at that, something as simple as that prayer request, at the time, as I was wading through it, um, it seemed like it wasn't answered. But looking back at it now, and this, this epiphany just hit me right now, 
the wife I have now is that prayer request answered mm. because yeah. not a lot of people can say this, but you know, I, I've met my wife in high school. Um, we became a family during my high school years. We got married um, a couple of years after that. And I've been with her ever since and it's been going great and strong. Mm. And uh, my epiphany right now is just that was my answered prayer there. Mm-hmm. So sometimes we pray, and I guess I guess we miss it, mm-hmm. or we, we're looking for this specific answer, and then it's been answered, but we're still looking over here, waiting for it to be answered. Like mm-hmm. I'm waiting, is, this is it over here, but no, it's been answered right in front of us. Yeah, yeah, and 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 ultimately, you know, I was just looking through our questions. You know, one of the questions that we asked in group was, why do you think that sometimes we only go to God in prayer for certain things? Well, I think that's it. It's that word things. We, if we're really honest with ourselves, we really just want God's stuff. That's what a lot of people want. That's why we get frustrated. Because we, we really, what we're really saying is, God, I just really want your creation instead of you, the creator. So if you could just give me some more stuff, I could feel better about myself. And God loves you too much to just give you stuff. Right. So you don't need another what. What you really need is a who, which is what we talked about today. And that is, that is God. You really need God because the closer you get to God, the more you realize that you don't need all this stuff that you have. And, yeah. and, and it starts to change the way you think about your prayers. It starts to, way, to change the way you think about life and the way that things happen. Um, and, and that's really what Jesus is trying to teach us when he tells that story. Um, that uh, you know, what you really need is this deeper relationship with God. Yeah. So... Pause in there for real quick. Um, I do have a challenge for you guys, and the challenge is actually going to be very simple if you can, if you decide to accept it. But uh, just for you guys, if you would, um, this week, find a friend or find someone you know, uh, record their prayer request. And when you do that, throughout the next few weeks, follow up with that. Um, what it can do is basically build your faith just to look back at prayers and see that God did show up. Um, and not just, um, maybe not in the way that you thought he would, but find out if it went well for them, if it went well for you. Um, and if you would, we'd love to hear that. So let us know in the description below or in the show notes below, or you can follow us on our socials and, uh, and while you're there, you know, if you don't care, consider subscribing. Um, let's continue on. Why is it important to your own faith to keep returning to God in prayer. Well, I think it goes back to the who, right? What's are always going to change. Your circumstances are going to change. What you want today is going to be different than what you want tomorrow. Right. The people in your life that you think are important right now, they're going to be different than people that, that you want tomorrow. But the who that is God, that never changes. Mm-hmm. That's always the same. And the quicker we can get to there, the faster it's going to help our, our prayer life, I think, be more effective. And and we're not going to get so frustrated, right? Because if, if, if having a relationship with God is the key for you, and that's the prize, then it doesn't really matter what happens with the what's. If it works out, great. If it doesn't work out, that's okay. Because right. in the end, it's still God. So that's why we got to keep coming back to God, because he's the one that never changes. Hmm. So I, you know, I, I picture that question too as 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 a decline, because um, we we do pray, 
but then if we don't see that or see a an answer back, we start to lessen those prayers, and then we feel that they're empty prayers, and then we go either we bring it down to zero or we we pray for other people because we think that the ones towards us don't count or work for lack of a better word. So, yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think that's why, you know, every week we try to give a, a kind of a, a thought, a phrase, and you said it earlier, you know, when it comes to prayer, don't quit because it's quiet. I think sometimes when you feel that distance with God, it's not because God's mad at you or is punishing you. Sometimes God creates a little bit of distance so that we can really think about what we're asking and we can think about what's important. Um, sometimes the best medicine is quiet. It is silence. It is that moment where you can really think about where your life's at right now and what's important to your life. And I think if we're really honest with ourselves, for most of us, you know, God is not as important as we think he is. You know, and, I, and we said this today, you know, there's a lot of students and adults that ask God for a lot of stuff and then God doesn't give them the stuff and then they get frustrated and like, oh, I just don't feel like I really have a relationship with God. Well, the yeah. answer is you, you actually don't have a relationship with God because a relationship with God can't be based upon what. And, and that, wouldn't, that wouldn't be okay in any of the other relationships you had with other people if they just wanted stuff from you all the time and didn't actually want you. So right. it's got to work the same with God. So uh, as you were mentioning that, and maybe maybe I, just, I zoned out, maybe maybe I didn't, but it reminded me of the movie, um, was it Bruce Almighty with Jim Carrey? Mm -hmm. yeah. And uh, he, he got to be, play acting as God mm -hmm. for, for that week or whatever it was, and all the prayer requests, prayer requests were coming in, and, and uh, the repercussions of him just <laughs> saying, reply all, yes. And then, <laughs> you know, somebody, who won the lotto, it was a bunch of somebodies. So the person who said, got said yes to, they won a, a, like a 0.001% of the lotto. And they're like, well, this doesn't work. My answer got prayed, but this doesn't yeah. work. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, we, we can't sit here waiting for a prayer and for him to say yes to everything mm -hmm. that we want. Because if that was the case, you know, we would ask for all of this stuff, maybe riches, maybe you know, girlfriends at the time, but then it would become a, a, uh, I don't know, for lack of a better word, it would become bad because <laughs> you would have a lot of girls chasing you, or you would have money that just kept flowing. You couldn't spend it. And then all you, your bank accounts was filled. And now you had, had to find another bank account. Now you had to do more work just to figure out what to do with your finances because yeah. they just keep growing and you don't know what to do. Yeah, and, that, and that's what that, but that's really the point of the story. Jesus tells the story of a persistent person who wasn't going to stop until he got what he wanted. And we have, God has to be the end goal for us. And if he is, we're always going to pursue God. Yeah. And we're always going to get more of God. It can't be anything other than that. If it's anything other than that, we're just going to get really disappointed because two things are going to happen. Either the thing that you really want, you ask for, and you don't get it. And then you just say, oh, okay, well and you walk away. Or you get the thing that you really want, and then it's not what you thought it was gonna be. And I don't know what's more disappointing, hmm. but they're both gonna leave you empty. The only thing that's gonna make you feel full is a real relationship with, with God. And yeah. if you can get that inside your heart, and you can be persistent about that, and you don't stop, it's gonna be crazy to see what happens in your life.
Right. So creating that relationship and consistency. So uh, what are some ways that praying consistently can grow your faith regardless of the outcome? Um, I think it, it teaches you what you need and what you don't need. Hmm. Right. So, so the more I make God most important in my life, the less those other things are important. And I think that works both ways. I think that there are things in my life that I'm stressed out about right now. Yeah. That the closer I get to God, I realize those things aren't as big as I thought they were. Right. Right. So I, I learned to let them go. And then I think there are some things in my life that I think are really important that I have to have in my life. And the closer I get to God, I realize I don't really need all that. So just the weight of all that is big. So as far as a practice, you got to find a way that you can be consistent in your prayer life. Yeah. And not just be consistent, but to have your mind on the right thing, which is ultimately God. And that's going to look different for everybody. Yeah. You're going to have to find how you put that in the front of your mind always. Yeah. It, time, time frame is a big factor in that too. Because mm-hmm. uh, I think I'm, I'm more of a morning person. So for me, in between the time of uh, 5.30 and 6.30, that's when I'm waking up, getting ready, and then heading to drive to work. And I have a long drive. So I have, I have the ability to... I think one morning I, I normally play video or audios with video. That's video with audio or podcast, and uh, I just listened to that. And so I think one night or one day I didn't play that at all. It was just blank, and it just gave me a chance to just think, think through. And that was literally forty minutes of just being able to meditate on something simple. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. What you said is big. Find your are you a morning person or a night person. Whatever it is, just do it every day. Yeah. If it's going to be in the morning, every morning. And if it's five minutes, make it five. If it's 15, if it's 50. Whatever it is, just do it. Don't not do it. That that's that right there is the key. I, yeah. I think let's just, if you did that, if you were consistently showing up every day and the point was not to get the what, but to get the who, wow, that, yeah. could, that could drastically impact everything in your life. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. So, well, um, that's actually our time. Yeah. That's that's good stuff, man. Yeah. Yeah, it is good. It is good. It's uh, sometimes it's the simplest things. That yeah. Are <laughs> the most. It's like, oh, that's it. That's all I have to do. Yeah. yeah. Just show up. Yeah. Just that's that's it. On a consistent basis, show up and you know, uh, grow smarter in it. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's because once you learn about something and understand the ins and outs of it, you especially something as simple uh, as prayer. I think prayer is simple and we tend to overthink it. But mm-hmm. once you understand the s- simplicity of it mm-hmm. and that it's a communication and relationship with God, mm-hmm. you then don't use it for the wrong thing or you use it and not get, you know, what you think you should be getting or, you know, you understand that it's because it's quiet. That doesn't mean you're not going to get it. Yeah. So it just means sometimes a no is not yet. That's right. Exactly right. Yep, and then sometimes a no is this isn't good for you. Yeah. So, <laughs> so but but how do you accept that now? It's because you've worked it out in your heart to say, regardless of what it is, if I if I have God, I'm, I'm gonna be okay. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. All right. So um, we want to thank you guys. Yes. If if you're out in YouTube land, thank you for watching. 
if you're in the podcast land, uh, thanks for listening. And uh, just make sure, if you would, save us in your video or audio playlist. And also, if you hit that subscribe button, click the bell for notifications. And uh, don't forget to be social. Follow us. Say hello. That's where you say hello. Oh. Hello. <laughs> one, one, one week we're going to get it. Yeah, one, one week we will. I'm just so interested in listening to you. Than I <laughs> so, so whether you're a student, parent, or youth, youth motivator, our hope is to reach students where they are to give families an inside look to the series and to help open dialogue with their students. This is North Youth Media.